This is row one, seat one. Well, this is nice. When did we start doing this? Nobody told me about this. I thought everything sucked now. Do you have a car? You got COVID? COVID said, oh, I see you having a good season. It'd be a shame if I... I knocked over the microphone for those listening and not watching the video. He dies. He dies. He dies. He dies. There is no one on that Broncos team that I love more right now than Vaughn Miller. That man is an absolute goddamn legend. He could come into my house and fuck my wife, and I would say thank you very much, sir. Man to man? I don't know. The mayor of New Orleans (laughs) basically came out twirling the umbrella like, fuck Drew Brees and his wife. Who would you rather have sex with? We would be. I'm an island boy. I'm a just island boy. Oh, yes. It never gets old. The island boy. <laughs> we looked up a thing today. They said that they were performing at Live. Really? I swear to God, yeah. No way. Yeah. I'm like, what are they going to perform? Right. Do they even have songs? I don't know. I mean, they're just they like. They barely a, speak in that one. Right, right. They're just kind of a fucking meme at this point. Like, what? Is, what? what is going on? I don't know. They're doing shit for Fashion Nova now and stuff. They're making money. I told you they were going to. Oh, of course. They're going to make money, dude. They're, they were they were destined to make money. Uh, that was that, you know, you don't have to have talent to make money uh, on the internet these days. <laughs> Clearly not. Obviously. I mean, granted, Soldier Boy started this whole thing, but at least he's probably one of the more talented people that they've discovered. Give him that credit. Give him and Bieber. Like, they're probably the two most talented yeah. YouTube discoveries, right? I mean, you cannot have talent and work yourself up to being worth like a half a billion dollars like Bieber was before he was like 18. I mean, right. It's Something like that. Listen, Biebs is actually pretty talented. I, I don't mind the Biebs. I really don't. I, don't I mean, I don't, I don't listen to his music, but I'll fuck with him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It He's like me? Justin Timberlake, like Leonardo DiCaprio. Back when we were younger, we were like, fuck those guys. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, Justin Timberlake's the man. But then they age on you. you know, yeah, and like, then you oh, get a little actually, older, and the Wolf of Wall Street comes out, and you're like, huh, oh, no, Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, yeah. This guy's pretty fucking awesome. And, you know, well, it's because, you know, you know you're, not in, you're not in eighth grade trying to finger blast your girlfriend. And meanwhile, she's like thinking of Leonardo DiCaprio yeah. Titanic posters. <laughs> and you're like, fuck. Yeah. Like, but Justin Timberlake. How the fuck am I supposed to complete with that? Yeah, no shit. 774-992-8702. Thank you all for joining us. This is another episode of Row One Seat One. I am your host, Joey Fats. With me tonight, Plizzy. Sean took the night off. Uh, uh, we will be, uh, we got you here for an uh, hour and a half, 90 plus minutes anyway. Yeah. We got some fun stuff to talk about. A lot going on, Paul. A lot going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is a shitload of NFL news going on. We'll get into LeBron James and his... Uh, little fiasco the other night with the Pistons. That pissed me off in ways I'll talk about before, after, but we'll get into just that. the outcome of it. Yeah, that, that, we'll, talk about, we'll talk about the action, the outcome. Uh, we'll get into the NFL. We'll talk everything that was week 11. We'll get you prepped for Thanksgiving Day. Happy Thanksgiving. great week. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody coming up. Uh, I know tomorrow night is Thanksgiving Eve. Be sure to exercise your right to... Book an Uber and, uh, you know, stay out from behind the, behind the wheel if you need to. Uh, we don't want you going all Henry Ruggs on us. Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> yeah, don't need that. So uh, get at that. And then, uh, you know, there was, there, was a lot, there was a lot to get into uh, this week. The Patriots are back in first place. I know. Buried. You're welcome. Buried back in October. <laughs> Left for dead. The Pink Hats are now back out in force claiming, again... We're going through the same thing that we went through 20-something years ago where all the pink ads came out. Oh, I've been a fan the whole time. Man, bullshit. You've been rocking Tampa Bay shit for the last 
500 plus days. They do themselves no favors, do they? No. They shoot themselves in the foot before they even time. realize that they did it. You know because what I mean? They're too, <laughs> because New England fans, by and large, are too stupid to fucking know what they have. They don't realize that Belichick is the reason why you had success, not Brady. Brady was an interchangeable piece. Brady was a nice commodity. It's really nice to have stability at the quarterback position, especially when he plays at that high of a level. But to think that Bill Belichick wouldn't get this team back to its winning ways before long, you were just either not paying attention for the last 20 years or you didn't know what you were looking at. So either you were ignorant or you were stupid (laughs) or, 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 or just being obtuse. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. You're you're just you're dumb. You're dumb. Uh, that's all it comes down to. Uh, a good look. We'll get into that. We'll get into some uh, some other action. You know, from around the NFL. Is Arizona the best team in the league? Uh, what's up with Antonio Bryant's uh, fake vaccination card? Mike Florio's response to that. He was all sorts of hot and bothered by that, which was hilarious. Uh, we got a little screenshot of that. But uh, give us a call, 774-992-8702. That's the phone number if you want to get in on some of this action. So, Paul, we're going to kick it right off here uh, with the little fact that the Patriots are back in first place in the AFC East. Now, yeah. Nice climb. You know, show me where you've seen this movie before. Tell me when you tell me where you've seen this before. Um, it's the week. It's the Sunday, you know, the day, a couple days before Thanksgiving. Uh, the Patriots are in first place in the AFC East. And, um, you know, they're getting hot at the right time. Is is this is this just not – are we so, so far – like, are we, are, were we so just dilute, diluted to the point where we just – this was just – we expected this. This was like, yeah, of course it's, the Patriots are in first place at this I, time. I, I didn't of expect course, this. Of course this is happening. Now, did I expect them to be in first place, you know, two days before Thanksgiving? No. I still expected the Bills to be there. We'll get into the Bills in a second because that <laughs> holds uh, intertwined quite nicely with your Colts. Uh, yes, it does. The Patriots are in first place. This is we, – we had, what, one year where this didn't happen? You know, last year? In a, yeah. in a weird off year with COVID and, you know, no fans in the stands and, you know, there was just all sorts of weird shit going on. Cam Newton, you know. Yep. At quarterback who, you know, you know, everybody's like, oh, he's re-energized the Carolina Panthers. And the Panthers go out and lose. And it's like, but it's not Cam's fault. It's like, bro, <laughs> I hate to tell you, if you think Cam Newton's back, just give it like three weeks. Well, you know? tell, tell that to Cam Newton. Uh, according yeah. to him, he's back. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we'll get into that. We'll get into the Carolina Panthers and, and Cam Newton a little, a little bit later in the show as this progresses. But, Paul, the Patriots are in first place. We're two days before Thanksgiving. The Bills are now looking mortal. They're looking like a team that, you know, seemingly has kind of lost its way. They've lost a couple of big games, you know, with the Titans uh, now. And, and again, this this past Sunday to, the, to your Colts. Yes. Uh, who The Colts, by the way, uh, if you've been listening to the show, you would know that the Colts are nowhere near as bad as their record indicates, which is now 500. Um, but they are not that bad. Like we said, uh, Two overtime losses, and we're on like an eight-game win streak. Yeah, you know I, I mean, mean they, like, they they took Baltimore to the you know to the to the bitter end. You know they they've taken the Rams to the bitter end. They've they've taken uh, they took the Titans to overtime. Yep. You know this is one of those teams where once they figure it out, and I'm telling you right now, if I'm one of those teams in the AFC, it looks like the Titans are you know they're probably going to win that division. It's pretty comfortable. They got a tough game. Yeah. On the road at like New England on Sunday. Behind, I think. Uh, but 
still the the lead, you know, five and five versus eight and three. I, I believe it, it is, or is yeah. it, or is it nine and three? Eight or, and three. It's eight and three. Pretty sure. And the Colts are at five and five, if if I'm not mistaken, or 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 six, right? Five and five, right? No, I think we're six and five. Now. We're six and five now. I'm sorry. So they're two games back, but they lose the head-to-head tiebreaker because they've lost both games to the Titans so far this year. Right, right. So, so there's involved. no, there's really no, nothing other than the Titans screwing up that can help the Colts. Uh, but nonetheless. This this week was paramount in terms of shaking up the AFC. You yeah. know, this this week took the AFC and dumped it on its head. Uh, because, God damn it. What the fuck is that? I got a hair in my mouth. It's like right in my mouth. Is that like a lot of hair? I don't know. It's, well, whatever. It, probably. <laughs> it's probably a dog hair. Absolutely. Um, so... You've got the Colts beating the Bills. The Bills looked all sorts of, like, out of sorts on Sunday. Yeah, we looked damn home good, yeah. Against the Colts, and they get throttled. But let's start with the Patriots. Thursday night, they go into Atlanta, and again, remind me if this sounds familiar. A Bill Belichick coach team goes, in, goes on the road on a Thursday night, a short week, and they absolutely throttle an inferior team. And I'm not saying that as like, oh, they got lucky because it was an inferior team. No, they did exactly what you would expect a Bill Belichick coach team to do to a team that is on the level of the Atlanta Falcons. True. They throttled them. They shut them out. The defense was The defense serious. was suffocating. Serious. Judon, uh, J.C. Jackson, these, this defense is built to win. And they are going to win games. And they are going to win games in January. This is going to be... Yeah. This team right now, if you're a team that is going to be, as of right now, going into New England divisional, uh, you know, divisional weekend or, or wild card weekend, yeah, you're not looking forward to that matchup no. at all. You do not want any piece of this New England team come January, and they do what the Patriots do. They do what they're supposed to do, which is beat the brakes off of shit teams, yeah. and they've competed. With the good teams, you know they've competed with the Cowboys. They've competed, you know, with the Bucks. They've 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 come right. close or should have beaten those teams. Yeah, they're learning how to win, and Mac Jones's progression is a big part of that. But now you're starting to see it. Even when Mac Jones has a rough day at the office, the rest of the team is able to pick it up. Hell yeah! I mean, you got old man Kyle Van Noy out there still getting fucking picks. You know what I mean? Like that was just a good game for them all around. I just. It reminded me of, like, all right, that well-coached, well-rounded Bill Belichick mid-2000s era-type defense that they had, you know. Yeah, that that just kind of punch you in the mouth, yeah. take no shit. And, w- listen, they're g- Bill Belichick is the, is the king, right? They always say, what, styles make fights? Yeah. Bill Belichick has no style. Bill Belichick's style is whatever is going to beat you. Right. That's exact. That's he all. Morphs. That's all it is. Whatever Bill Belichick has to do to beat you, he's going to figure that out. And every once in a while, you're going to get he's going to get caught or you know the ta- the talent isn't there, which we've seen at times this year, you know, where they've been undermanned. You know, they went in, they 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 got the Cowboys at home. The Cowboys finally beat the Patriots at home for the first time since like what 95 or some shit yeah, like that. Yeah. And it's like this big deal for the Cowboys, but for the Patriots, you're looking at it going, "Damn, that's one of the best teams in the NFC." And we just took them to overtime. Right. And 
frankly, like, we had chances to win this game and put this away. Like, those losses, there's no such thing as a good loss in the NFL, but we talked about it on this show. And we said, is this one of those losses where you're like, this is a good loss? It's not a good loss because there's no there's no good loss, but, like, do you feel good about the loss? And Sean, admittedly, had said, like, no, I don't ever feel good about losses. I don't right, like, how can you? Right. But from an objective standpoint, from somebody who has no horse in the race, I'm sitting there looking at that Patriots team. They lose the Cowboys. I'm sitting there going, shit. They're getting closer to figuring this thing out. Yeah. You know, they were over. they were overmatched in terms of talent. They were overmatched in terms of, like, you know, one through fifty-three, the the Cowboys have a better roster, or at least they right. should. Right. They got more flashy guys. You've got CeeDee Lamb and Amari more Cooper. Seasoned, You've you know. got guys like Tyron Smith, who was one of the best left tackles in the game. Right. You've got players on that team. Zeke, Dak, there's the whole you, you, we don't right. need to go Even through the whole Schultz Cowboys roster. Schultz is come on. Killing it. Best fantasy pickup I've made all year. Yeah. That being said, the Patriots are starting to figure it out. And now we're gonna see on Sunday what they do with the Titans. Because this is going to be a big game. You got Vrabel versus Belichick. You've got Tannehill going to exercise some demons against the Patriots. You know, a guy that, you know, they're very, both the Patriots and Tannehill, they're very familiar with each other from his time in Miami. This is going to be one of those games where, you know, the Patriots in years past, this would be a slam dunk Patriots win. But this year, it's a little bit, you know, you don't know because Mac Jones could go out there. He could make a mistake, although he hasn't made any. He's given me no reason to believe that he will do that. However, however, I'm, I'm putting good, I'm going to put a pretty, I'm going to put my steel of approval on it. I'm taking the Patriots to win this game on Sunday. You got no Julio Jones. Bill Belichick is going to limit the shit out of A.J. Brown. He's going to make Ryan Tannehill beat him with everybody else. They have no Derrick Henry. Right. I, I really don't see a situation. I, I can't conjure up a, a scenario in which the Tennessee Titans win this football game on Sunday. I mean, I can see them winning, but I don't think they're going to. I think that they're flashing the pan like there's no substance to their wins to me in, in, in a sense. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they, they rush Derrick when they had him. They just rush his ass off. They get done what they need to get done, but – Tannehill doesn't really strike me as somebody who's proven to like really carry you through these tough games through the long stretch to get to yourself into the playoffs. You know what I mean? Like it's just right. No, I, I'm with you. They they the Titans don't don't strike me as a team where you're like, oh fuck, eight, right? Eight wins. I'm like, how? Like we yeah. almost like we yeah, I get it. Like we we didn't beat you, but because like, if you look at the Titans, you watch them, they're a well coached team. They're basically, you know, New England South is what Vrabel is trying to do down there. So you've got a well-coached team. You've got some pretty consistent quarterback play. You've got some decent weapons outside with the skill positions. Mm -hmm. You know, there's there's reasons why the Titans are good. The Titans have been good the last couple of years. They've at least been there. Right. They play good defense. They don't have a lot of, you know, stud names or anything like that. But they play pretty well, you know, and they play well as a unit. So that being said, with that being said, I should say, this is one of those teams where I just I look at this and I look at, you know, this is kind of, you know, Vrabel's going up against Sensei. You know, he's Yeah, he's trying to make his he, stake his claim here. Trying to you, you know, they they beat him in the playoffs a couple of years ago, you know, Brady's last game, which I'll remind everybody, you know, all the Brady nut gobblers out there that Brady's last pick in a Patriots uniform was a pick six. 
In, in fact, <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, his last pass was a pick six. It wasn't, in fact, a touchdown. It was just the wrong team um, <laughs> in a playoff game. You always play the best in the big game. Dip, 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 dip. Yep, okay, until he's throwing pick sixes at home against Tennessee to end his Patriots tenure, whatever. We'll get into the Bucks in a little bit, too. Because, we those three picks because, in the uh, championship game and still win. Yeah, just, fuck knows? I don't know, I've never seen anybody throw more fucking interceptions in, big, in playoff games than Brady and just be like, well, well. Well, we still won. It's just still how it won. goes. Yep. Yeah. Uh, oh, what's that? I threw a pick. Oh, what? Oh, Marlon McCree. Oh, Troy Brown punched it out. We got it back. No big yeah. deal. <laughs> well, whatever. Uh, but no, the Lote, uh, he will. The, I'll tell you right now, the Bucks won't be there. Bucks won't be there at the end of the year this year. They'll, uh, they'll be in the playoffs, but they're not going to be in the championship game. Yeah. It's I not was happening. telling Dad that today. I was like, they don't look as strong as they did last they're year. They're not. They're not. Brady's starting to taper off, and it, it's just it, you're going to start to see more and more of it. They got lucky with the matchup that they had last night that the Giants couldn't apply even a single ounce of pressure. Uh, Fournette was just you know, five yards, six yards, five yards, seven yards. I'm like, Jesus Christ, couldn't stop a nosebleed. But it was, it was, yeah, it was pathetic. It was a pretty pathetic uh, defensive effort by the Giants, but we've come to, you know, uh, understand that. And yeah. offensively, too, they sucked, which is why they fired the Ivy League ginger today. Yes, I saw that. Jason Garrett is out as the offensive coordinator in New York. Yep, but, uh, but we'll get back to that in a second. But I do just want to say it was good to see Saquon, uh, Saquon Barkley play for like more than like thirty seconds last night. That was kind of cool. It was nice. It was also I was like here I he mean, is. Granted, you know, you know he averaged. I want to see him on the field. He, he averaged. Uh, he averaged what I don't know. Uh, three point <laughs> three yards a carry. I know. I feel. I just. I want him to do well. I like him. I know the work that he put in to get to where he is, and I just—it's just a high. It's like a Derrick Rose story. Rick, Lil, I can tell you right now, Brady is not winning MVP uh, this year. It's not going to happen. And oh, I'll no. tell you right now, over the next over the next four weeks, five weeks, you're, you'll see why. Just keep I could watching. make a strong case for MVP. Keep watching. Oh, oh, could you? Yeah. Who would you Who would you pick as MVP right now? Who would you make a strong case for MVP? Jonathan for? Taylor. Jonathan Taylor, best running back in the league. I'm going JT all the way if, if I'm going to make a case for MVP. Right now, as it seems, I mean, the kid's just consistent as shit. I mean, I was going to bring up the point about keeping our old line healthy before we were talking about Cole's shit, but that was earlier. It's gone now. But either way, JT running is just such a nice thing to watch as a Colts fan to be able to see somebody come out and, like, have that consistency. I'm just hoping. I don't want to get my hopes up too much. I just want the longevity. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like we all, we've all seen flashes in the pan, greatness, greatness, and all of a sudden, bang, fucking ACL, bang, fucking something, and they're just not the same. They don't come back. It would break my heart because it's really fun to watch him. You know what I mean? He just gets up. Kids, and fucking kids. Goes, I mean, dude. right now he's the best running back in the he's league. Eleven hundred, eleven 1, hundred and change for rushing yards. I forget what it was. Eleven thirty-seven. I mean, or with Derrick like Henry that. gone, it's Jonathan Taylor's rushing title to lose. That's what I'm saying. So. I mean, if you just if you notice after this past week, like it took till this past week for Derrick Henry to finally get knocked off the top of the list, right, right, <clears throat> and everything, and he's missed what three weeks now, four weeks. No, um, this is his second complete miss week. Is it second complete? Three weeks ago, he rushed in the yeah the Colts played him right the Colts. And he yeah. got hurt what in the fir- uh, first half. First half, it was the yeah, first, first half. half. Second quarter, first half. So it took two weeks for him to finally everybody yeah. else to catch up. He to put him up sixty eight yards against the Colts. That was it. It's. Which is such a fucking bummer, dude, because I was so looking forward to seeing... I wanted to see somebody go back-to-back 2,000-yard seasons as a rusher. As much as I love to see history made, I'm not glad, but there is some sort of a fucked-up 
weight off my shoulders like, yeah. But then I saw today something about he might come back early, but I don't think they should, but whatever. If he comes back early, I mean, granted, it would help the Titans. Because you got to yeah. remember, the Titans are they're a, they're a Super Bowl caliber team right now in, in terms of the AFC. Like, the AFC is wide open. 100%. The Patriots are going to be there. You've got the Titans in the South. You've got the Chiefs come looking like they're all of a sudden back. They're they're not back, and I'll and we'll get into the Chiefs in a little bit. They still look like shit, and I don't think that they're you know of all the teams that are are, are capable of winning the or getting to the Super Bowl this year from the AFC. I think the Chiefs are like third or fourth even. Yeah. Uh, in in the AFC, not even just the NFL, but that we'll 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 get into that in a little bit. But when you have what you have is. The Titans are one of those teams where they're like, listen, this division right now, they've put themselves the two wins over the Colts. They've put themselves in the driver's seat to win that division, at least get themselves a playoff home game. Yeah. They can get that and they can get Derrick Henry back. That's just in itself is an uplift. That's just a, that's a boost. Right. And then on top of that, if Henry's even 85%, right. 80%, you're like, oh, shit. Like, even right. at 80%, Derrick Henry's better than, you know, 28 starting running backs in the NFL right now. Pretty much. So you got to look at it from that standpoint. But the flip side of this coin with the Patriots being in first place and everything looking like it's, you know, as one of my friends would say, everything's coming up Millhouse. Um, <laughs> you know, it's the Bills got their out their fucking clocks cleaned on Sunday by the by the Was Colts. not expecting that. And again, this is one of those things where we've been saying it on this show all season long. The Colts are the best. 500 football team that I've ever seen. They've had some bad losses. I mean, I'm and I mean like bad beats, not bad losses. Like all the losses they've had were to good teams. You know, they got lost to Seattle week one, which I guess you could argue is their worst loss of the season. Right. But we didn't know what Seattle was. They were, you know, we didn't know what we were. Nobody knew what they were. Week one's always kind of like a a, a, a a coin flip. Right. You lose to the Titans. You lose to uh, uh, who else have they lost? The Rams. Rams. You lose to. Yeah. Uh, you know, you had a what was the other? No, you Baltimore. had a bad loss. Uh, Baltimore. Baltimore, you had a bad loss. Thing, what you lost to the Jags too, right? No, we beat the Jags. We almost lost to the Jags. Almost lost because we Jags. had that whole we had that issue of closing out, which is why I wasn't happy about. You know, I'm still standing there. You saw me. It was you know third quarter, and we're up by 30 points. And I'm like six nope. minutes and 48 seconds to go in the game, and I'm like, Paul, I'm changing this. And he's like, No, 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 change it. You're gonna see. It. I'm like. Paul, the game's over. We're changing this. No, no, no. I'm telling you, seriously, we, we fucking suck at closing game. I'm like, Paul, it's, oh, and then Jonathan Taylor takes off for like 13 yards and another first down. I'm like, that gets you into four minutes. This game's over. Fuck you. Was like, yeah, right, was, okay, yeah you I was see. like, all right, that's, that, that's the one right there. But, I was not expecting that. I mean, Allen threw, what, three picks? Allen did not look good. The, 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 the Bills have just looked out of sorts. They, they kind of remind me. They, they, they and the Cowboys kind of seem like they're in the same boat right now where the things that got them to where they're at or what they were doing well to start the season, they've kind of faded away. And they're, they, they've lost themselves a little bit. And I feel like they're going to have a little bit of a tough, of tough sledding here because you've got right now what? The Patriots have uh, – it's the Titans and the Bills back-to-back, right? That's what uh, – Yeah, because they play – I know we see them the day after Christmas. The 26th. That's the second time they play the Bills, isn't it? If I'm right. right. I'm thinking week 14, though, is... Yeah, uh, it's coming up soon. They play them... New England? They play them, like, three weeks in... Or two weeks, like... They play them one week in between third week. I I believe it is, anyway. All I know is we're going to the 26th. I can't fucking wait. Because now with the Patriots... 
doing so well, and the Bills having to come from behind. Oh, do they have the bye that week? Is that what it is? Is that oh, it's a bye week. Oh no, Tampa Bay is at Buff. Uh, yeah, it's Buffalo's at Tampa Bay week fourteen. Oh, all right. Yeah, I don't remember either. I'm just way. looking down the schedule here. Well, yeah. Wait. Oh, that's why, because I'm a week ahead. Eh. Duh. Oh, there you go. I had the wrong week. Uh, let's see. Bu- 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 yeah, Buffalo, and, and it's uh, Monday night uh, at Buffalo next week, week 13. Okay. So right. we'll actually, yeah, so that's the night, that's the day that, uh, so we're in, yeah, we're in Miami that night. So we'll be in the oh, 305, which, by the sad. way, for our listeners, uh, December 7th, Pearl Harbor Day, we will not have a show. We will be, uh, we will be on vacation. In the 305, actually, we'll be playing the Trump course that day uh, down in Miami. Yep, that'll be fun. So we'll be... Uh, the Blue you know, Monster, the, again. You know, gonna dabble with the Blue Monster. My can't, second... Can't wait to go out and shoot a 121. <laughs> I'll tell you what, it's a tough fucking course. If I shoot a 120, that's like 30 strokes over where I usually shoot. Yeah, so well, it's I'm giving myself course. 30 strokes. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Some holes, you're like, oh, this is so peaceful and nice, and everything is great. There's no wind. There's no nothing. And then all of a sudden, it's like three holes later. It's like this massive lake. It's like fucking Lake Michigan winds. You're like, what the fuck is going on? This plane flying over yeah. 500 feet above you're like, you. And you're yeah, like, it's traffic over here. You're like, what the fuck is going on? I was just in the most like tranquil, like dope place. And then all of a sudden, you get out to around a couple spots, and it gets pretty hectic. But, but it's- looking forward to it. But yeah, so December seventh, there will be no show just for those listening. Yeah. Uh, but no, we uh, that so you got Monday night week thirteen. Which is going to be absolutely fucking fan. That's going to be one hell of a fucking game. That's big time. Because Buffalo, they've got... Who do they have this week? They're... Uh, I should know this. They've got... Oh, they're Thanksgiving. They play Thanksgiving. Uh, they've, they're uh, at New Orleans Thanksgiving night. Oh. So they've got the long week to prepare. Right. You know, where the Patriots will only have... You know, the they won't have as long of a week. But still... Uh, New England gets uh, who do they have this week? We just we just went over this. Who does who have this week? The, t- the Titans, right? So they've got the right. Titans. So they got back to back tough games for the Patriots. But the Bills, I mean, Jesus Christy, what the fuck is with the Bills? Like they got to get their shit together because I still got the Bills winning this division. Right. I know it looks tough right now, but I still think they sweep New England just because I think they're more talented. And I think they're going to get up for that Monday night game at home. I think they're definitely going to win the Monday night game in Buffalo, yeah, week thirteen, and then December twenty sixth when Buffalo comes to New England, we'll see where the chips fall at that point and who's who. Uh, But I think they should probably still win that game as well. But you never know. It's a Bill Belichick coach football team. They're going to be there. The Patriots are going to the playoffs. Yeah. The Patriots are going to ruin someone's season. Cough Cincinnati. Cough Baltimore. I'm looking yeah. in your general direction. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Like, it's going to happen. Whether they win the division or not, they're going to ruin someone's fucking life yeah. come December, uh, come January. And it's going to be very, 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 very frustrating. Um, you know, somebody, you know, we were, I came to the, like, gut-wrenching realization that there is a possibility of a Tampa Bay-New England Super Bowl. Oh, my God. God, could and you I'm like, imagine that? I like, I just might go to work that day. <laughs> like, I might not even watch. Fuck that! I'm I mean, watching like, that. Watch shit. Brady get his eighth, or watch the Patriots win a Super Bowl. I'm like, good God, I would just, I'd rather fucking die. I'd literally rather go to work and get stabbed in the neck by Dude, a con. What a fucked up scenario. It would just be fucking horrid. That would be that's my nightmare scenario. Tampa Bay, New England. 
Oh, that's a terrible, terrible situation. I couldn't. I wouldn't want to. I mean, I I can't. I just. Who would I root for? Who would I want to win that game? I, I would. I would be rooting for a meteor to come screaming out of the fucking stratosphere, and just hit the stadium. I would, Dead center, ground yeah. zero, fifty yard line, I done. Would, Bye. That's crazy. Be like, that's oh, crazy. guess we can't have a Super Bowl this year. Mm. <laughs> oh well. Everybody's fucking dead. Oh like, well. I the, guess guess we're on to cr- guess we're on to twenty twenty two, bitches. Oh, Aaron Rodgers is in Denver. Chaka bye. Yeah. By the way, now hiring, you know. Yeah, oh, by the way, hey, by the way, you know, there's 106 uh, vacancies on the Bucks and the Patriots. So, um, you know, I would hope that, like, Bill Belichick survives. That's the only thing. I just want Bill to survive. Yeah. And, like, you know, the coaches. We're hiring front office. We're hiring fucking coaches. Sean would probably want, you know, McDaniels to be one of the first people. Like, you know, it's like the thing, like, the meteor starts off, like, the size of, like, Texas, and then it whittles down to, like, the size of a golf ball and just dings Josh McDaniels in the forehead. (laughs) Sean's like. Just no more McDaniels. It's like now he that really room. hates him that much. He, huh? Well, he just he, that removes any chance that McDaniels is, gets the throne. Gets the throne after Belichick leaves. You'd be like, yeah, fuck yeah, fuck this guy. Yeah, hell yeah, no, fuck. So that. that would be that, but not nah, no. But that what a gross, gross game. I was like thinking about potential Super Bowl Crazy matchups that I would situation. want to see, yeah. and obviously like Green Bay, Kansas City would be fun. Like Rogers, Mahomes. Uh, you know, you I I, I think like Rams out of the NFC and like, you know, Rams Titans rematch from 99 would be super cool. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah. there's, I would rather see Detroit Jacksonville on like a fucking over the fucking Patriots in the box. Oh, I would literally rather, I'd rather watch like, I'd rather the NFC be eliminated entirely. And it's like, okay, the Super Bowl this year is between, uh, it's a round Robin between the chiefs, chargers and Raiders. And I'm yeah. Like, All right. Fuck it. Like, that's better than the alternative. So, fuck. Yeah. Whatever. Or or they're like, you know, we're just going to make the AFC West honorary Super Bowl winners except the Broncos. Okay. All right. It's fair. Chargers get, the, Chargers get their first. Chiefs get their second. Raiders get their fourth. We're still sitting with tight with three. Whatever. But better than watching Brady get his eighth or the Patriots get another one. Yeah, no shit. But then again, the other flip side, of, the flip side of this whole thing is, and and somebody asked me the other day, they're like, you know, are you rooting for the Patriots to win because it proves that you were that it was Belichick more than it was Brady? And I said, no, I said, I'm not rooting for the Patriots to win. I'm rooting for me to be right. Right. So I'm rooting for my prediction or my analysis to be correct, meaning if the Patriots did win the Super Bowl this year, let's say hypothetically it was Patriots Bucks right. and Belichick goes in and wins the Super Bowl and beats Brady. I would actually be happier with that outcome than I would if Brady won his eighth and beat Belichick in the Super Bowl. Right, no shit. So, because, yeah, not, not, yeah. not because I'm rooting either way. Like, I couldn't give two shits. Like, Brady doesn't play for the Patriots anymore, so it's like, I don't even, whatever. He's just, right. he's just another guy. Like, oh, he's the best quarterback ever. Yeah, whatever, you're stupid. You don't watch football. Never mind, I don't care. Whatever, fine. That's fine. <laughs> you're dumb. Fuck you. Like, I'll, I'll sit here and argue with you all day until I'm blue in the face. It, like, And guess what? I'll outlast you. My, my lungs are bigger than yours. I can sit here and argue longer. I've outlasted more people in arguments than I can even fucking count. That being said, I don't have the hatred for Brady like I did when he was with the Patriots. Because I, I agree with that. You know, it's not he's not a Patriot. My hatred was for the team and the, and, and the, the fans. And, the, and whoever was on him. And, yeah, anybody who goes to the Patriots can get fucked. I don't care. Like... You know, if Peyton Manning had become a Patriot, it would have been a tough pill to swallow, but I would have been like, you know what, Peyton? 
Right there, buddy. Well, we only say that because of how much we love him now. But if he did go, we'd be like, all right, fuck you, asshole. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, I mean, it would just be, I'd be like, yeah, Bob, go you fuck yourself. You suck, yep. You suck, bitch. Like, yeah. oh, what's that? Uh, all of a sudden, Tom Brady becomes the greatest quarterback of all time. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Brady's the best. Yeah. Brady's, yeah. yeah. Went to went to New England and played with Belichick. Yeah, Brady, Brady's still better, bitch. Right. Like, you know, whatever. How many people used to ask me, oh, are you a fucking Denver fan now because of fucking Peyton went to. I'm like, no. No, asshole. I wasn't a Colts fan because. People I, used to ask me if I was a Colts fan because I was rooting for the Colts in the, in the playoffs when they weren't playing the Broncos. They were like, what are you a Colts fan now? I'm like, no, you dipshit. I'm a Broncos fan. I'm just rooting against the Patriots, and Peyton happens to be my favorite player. Right. Deal with it. But, uh, and then, you know, it's like when your favorite player comes to your favorite team, you're like, oh, yeah. The glory. Oh, I like the Broncos. So that was an the easy The power and the glory. Yeah. That, that was the best case scenario for somebody like me. I was like, oh, all right. At least he's going to a team that I like. And well, because 2011, the whole time, we were, we were sitting in front of our TVs going, suck for luck. Right. And we were trying to see who's going to out suck. I was going to say <laughs> out suck each other, but <laughs> that, that, that was not coming out. That was not coming out how I wanted it to. But we were, you know, the Broncos started off one and four. I think you guys were like one and four. And then, you know, Tim Tebow came in and ruined everything in terms of us getting Andrew Luck. But yeah. that's okay. We got, we we, almost we got beat Peyton the Manning Steelers. instead. So. Yeah. Dan Orlovsky and Curtis Painter almost fucked us. We almost beat the Steelers. Thank God for Troy Palomaro because he put a fucking end to that and we got Andrew Luck. Yeah. So. And then we beat the Steelers that year anyway. Yeah. So it didn't matter. Yeah, so the Steelers, died, so. the Steelers, the Steelers got their, Steelers got their comeuppance. God damn it. Their comeuppance. Fucking Steelers. God damn it, dude. Like, And the Steelers. Like, how the fuck are you going to tie the Lions to? Like, what are you... Dude, I was watching that game the other night, and I was sitting there, and I'm looking and at the Steelers. Go, yeah, and then they, like, against the Chargers, they lose this, like, barn burner of a game, and it's like, bro. Dude, I like fucking Ben Roethlisberger as a person, but, God, like, I've... Really? You like him as a person? I think most people would disagree with that. I like Ben Roethlisberger. I like who... No, I don't... Maybe not as a person. I like as an individual. As an individual player. Yes, as an individual player, wherever he may go, I will always be like, ah, I like that guy. Maybe not as a person. Yes, I can't clarify that. But I I was... Ben Ben Roethlisberger as a person? I I'm just saying allegations, a little bit iffy. (laughs) Yeah, but I just don't remember looking and watching a team and hating them so much other than, like, the Patriots in the last couple of years, then I do the fucking Steelers. For some reason, I can't fucking stand the Steelers now. I think they suck. I fucking hate all the bullshit that these people talk, all their fucking fans and their, blo- and their, their bullshit, like, home juice. I don't know what the fuck they're making them fucking refs drink down there in fucking in, in Pittsburgh, but to get the calls that a team gets at home, it's just like, all right, like, how blatant can you make it? that you're literally just being the most biased fuck. This is like the most ridiculous game I've ever seen refed. And I believe officiate. it was a couple... Yeah, officiate, ref, whatever. Refereed. Some shitty English there for you, but whatever. All I'm saying is they get more home fucking home cooking than any fucking team. Listen, I've man, I've, I've, been, I've long said that the Steelers are one of those teams where you're just like, dude, how? Like, how are they getting these calls? They always seem to get the calls. They they were like the Patriots. They're like the Patriots, like, junior. Like, the Patriots always got the calls, no matter what. Like, you could, like, it was like clockwork. You're like, oh, tight game. Don't worry. Here come the flags for the, here come the flags in favor of the Patriots. Just watch. It's, right, it's right. happening. It's going to happen. Right. And, the, and the, the yellow would just rain down on the field. The Steelers are not far behind, though. The Steelers are definitely not far behind. No, and I don't think that they're as as big as the Patriots, only because the Patriots get home cooking and they win. The Steelers get it, and they still haven't won shit in, like, fucking 14 years or yeah, 2008. whatever. Or, yeah, thir- 12 years, whatever, 13 years. Yeah, 05, 08, and they made it back in 10 and lost Aaron Rodgers. 
Yeah. So it's been at least that long, you yeah. know, 14 years. They haven't won shit in a while. Since they've won one. And they haven't even gotten really close. They've gotten to an AFC championship game, I think, yeah. once. Mike Tomlin had to trip a guy, you know. <laughs> yeah, Mike Tomlin definitely was like, whoa, I didn't see you there. Sorry, Jacoby. Yeah. <laughs> Just <laughs> Funniest fucking penalty i've ever seen game sorry game bro game. totally didn't see you running up my <laughs> sideline just now i was not watching the game it's like you're the head coach of a football <laughs> team what the hell are you watching mm? oh i was uh i was looking at that chick-fil-a ad on the on the scoreboard and yeah i was thinking of you know that that's that spicy chicken deluxe i kicked the air because i didn't have one yeah it was, you know, <laughs> i was just i got really mad because i didn't have one it was sunday and i wasn't gonna be able to get one that night so i was just like Fuck it! Yeah, I threw my Tom foot out. His dirty ass. But no, it was just—it's one of those. You're right. The, the Steelers are just one of those teams where they just get bullshit, dude. And like, yeah, I can't what the fuck, it. bro? I, don't know, I just hate them now. And then and you're right, and they get bullshit, but they get bullshit against the teams where like you want them to. You you don't care. Like, okay, fine. Like they they beat the Browns. They get some bullshit calls against the Browns. You're like, great. But then they go and they play the Patriots and they just step on their dicks and they're like, oh, well, we, we, we tried. I mean, we know we lost 38 to 10, but we, we gave yeah. it our all. And it's yeah. like, you motherfuckers. Like, you can't ever beat the goddamn teams that I want you to beat. Like, no. Right. You're going to go out there and, like, throw the upset in in the team that I don't want you to beat or I don't care if you beat. But then when I want you to win, you fucking lose. That's one thing I hate most. That's the thing I hate most about the Steelers. They always lose when I want them to win. When if I'm yeah. ever rooting for the Steelers to win a game, you can basically guarantee they're going to lose. Yeah, it never fails me, and that's unfortunate because that's usually only against the Patriots. <laughs> that's be the only time. Yeah. So that's a double suck right there, motherfucker. That's, you know a, what I mean? that's, a, that's a double dick. So, yeah. So it's both like, eyes. Fuck off. Seven seven four nine nine two eight seven zero two. If you want the audio only stream of this broadcast, you can go to mixler.com. M i x l r dot com backslash Joey Dash Fats. You can check it out right there. That way you don't have to type your phone with Facebook Live. Show will be uploaded to Spotify within the hour after the show is on. All of our shows are on Spotify and YouTube as well. So make sure you go over to our YouTube channel. Give us a like and a subscribe. Uh, always helps. The new show will be up every single week. Hopefully we'll be expanding some content. Where we've been talking about expanding content on the YouTube channel for a while now. Um, I think we're getting closer to a position where we can actually start to make good on that promise. So um, we will see. We might uh, might start doing like a sun, like a little Sunday morning preview get you know show like a little quick 30 minute 45 minute like little pick them hey what's up pick them show uh we'll go from there but nonetheless we'll be uh we'll be expanding on that so make sure you like and subscribe so you don't miss anything uh paul let's talk a little bit here about some of the other action we had the chiefs and the cowboys sunday afternoon and there's a couple of storylines that came out of this game one the Cowboys kind of got fucking throttled. Yeah. They kind of sucked. They didn't look... They, again, like the Bills, looked like they were just out of sorts for whatever reason. Uh, they lose 19-9, to a 10-point loss. I know they had no CeeDee Lamb because he was in the concussion protocol uh, for most of the, the second half of that game, right. three quarters of that game. Uh, they lose him. They didn't have Amari Cooper because he uh, tested positive for COVID and is <gasps> unvaccinated. Oh, no. And we'll get into that in a second because Mike Florio is a fucking dipwad. Like, what? Just what a what a absolute, absolute douche. fucking douche nozzle. Like, what a what a just a tool. Uh, but. What, what do you, what's going on with the Cowboys here? I mean, this is getting ridiculous to the point like. 
they're so up and down. They they get the blowout loss to the Broncos a couple weeks ago. They come back, they blow out the Falcons. They go to Kansas City and they lose a tough one, 19-9. I know they were shorthanded, but don't you think like a team with Ezekiel Elliott, that offensive line, Dak Prescott, you'd be able to score more than nine against that shit-ass Kansas City defense? Yeah, they just didn't seem like they could get it going. Right, they you just know, they never seem, had like any like rhythm. They you just know? seem stuck in like they seem like they're uh, what's that song? Uh, the friend song. It always seems like you're stuck in second gear. Yeah, like you just can't get. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, no, it just. I mean, and I was texting a friend of mine, and he's just like, "Dude, I'm about to fucking lose it," and I'm like, "Cause he's a Cowboys fan," and I'm like, "Bro, I'm like." It looks like Mahomes is just, like, picking you apart to death with these little chunk yardages right. and Tyreek Hill and shit like that. Your defense is just giving up these short yardage plays, and, you know, obviously, you know, you get enough of them, and you're marching right down the fucking field. And on offense for the Cowboys, it just just misfiring, misfiring, misfiring. I just – they couldn't get anything going. You know what I mean? And, I mean, coming into KC has always been a tough place. Everybody's known that. Right, Kansas City, you especially know, when you start getting into the December months and, and, and shit like that, it, you know, it starts to... Uh, big NFC team versus big AFC team, big game, you know, I don't know. They just, Dak, just came out flat. They just did. Came, they just, just they, they, it's exactly what it is. They just came out really flat. really know how to put it. And I know they, like, again, I know they were short. They were, they were kind of undermanned. They were short-staffed at the receiver position. With no Cooper and no Lamb, and that's those are big losses for them. Like those those guys are integral parts of that offense. Oh, of course. But that being said, if you told me coming into that game the Chiefs were only going to score nineteen points, I would have taken the Cowboys All day. a thousand percent. Yeah, like it wouldn't even been close. Yeah, and no, I agree. For them to go in and only score nine is really kind of. I don't want to say unnerving, but it's annoying because you know how talented that team is. You know how good they can be. Right. And yet there they are. And they're just like, well, we're just going to put up nine. Like, d- does Zeke Elliott exist anymore? Like, is he not the little engine that could the straw that stirs the drink in Dallas? Why are we sitting here and, and pretending like I, I get it? It makes it easier when there's no CeeDee Lamb and Amari Cooper on the field for the defense. But. You're still going to feed Zeke the rock. You're still going to get the, the running lanes open. Let the man do what he does. Yeah. And I just don't feel like they did. The play calling was off. It was just weird, weird timing for weird calls. Like, there just seems like there's something off in Dallas. They, like, outcoach themselves. And, yeah, like paralysis by analysis. Yeah, you know? they, they, they just overthought it. It went in there with some kind of crazy fucking plan. Kind of like, just... like what I'm doing with my, uh, you know, my, my monitor setup, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Sitting here debating, like, oh, God damn it, I need a new monitor. And uh, which one should I get? And I'm going through all these different options. And the hurts. And, and, the... and, and before I know it, I've, it's been eight months and I haven't bought anything. Yeah. And I'm like, well, shit. Maybe or get I off the pot. Something. Yeah, piss or get out the pot. Uh, but Dallas needs to do that. Dallas needs to piss or get out the pot. Kansas City, I know they had the win. I know they got the W and they've, they've won. You know, they blew out the Raiders the other day, which, I mean, whatever. It's the Raiders. Who cares? You know, the Raiders are their own version of fucked right now. Like, they just can't get out of their own way. Like, I mean, seriously, like Derek Carr is, I mean, they're, the rumors are starting to clamor that Derek Carr might be out in Vegas after this year. Oh, shit. Which, I mean, is asinine to think about, but this, it, this isn't the first time this rumor has started to circulate. And you have to wonder where it's coming from. Is it Derek Carr's people that are starting it? 
in order to, you know, jumpstart this getting him out of Vegas train? Because we talked about it last week. We've seen peak Derek Carr. He's not going to win you a Super Bowl. We've seen, not in Oakland. He might be able to go somewhere else and win you a Super Bowl. I think so. But he's not going to be, he's not going to go to, he's not going to the Texans and the Texans rebuild around Derek Carr and they win a Super Bowl. You know, it's not like if Aaron Rodgers goes to the Denver Broncos and the Denver Broncos are instantly Super Bowl contenders. It's not that. It's not if Derek Carr goes to the Denver Broncos, they are not instantly Super Bowl contenders. Right. They're maybe AFC championship worthy, but they're still going to need a lot to happen in order for that team to get over that hump. Right. So he's not tier one. He's somewhere stuck in that purgatory between like two and three. Because he has his moments where you're like, okay, he can throw 400 yards and five touchdowns and, and win you a game 41-37 if you need to. And then you'll watch him play, and then you're like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. Why did he just throw that ball straight up into the air and let it sit up there for 20 minutes while every defender, like fucking defensive tackles, are like, I'm about to get me an interception. Holy yeah, shit. Because yeah. they have enough time to run down the field and get under the fucking thing. Yeah. Like, he just he does weird things, but... The Raider, like, so you've got these, you know, the Chiefs, they're not, they, yeah, they blew out the Raiders, and it's like, who cares? They only put up 19 against the Cowboys. And I know everybody loves the, we love, you know, me and Sean have been saying it for a year and a half, two years now. Listen, Mahomes is going to come back down to earth. He ain't going to average 35 points a game. Yeah, he's not, yeah. not going to throw 50 touchdowns a year. He's not rewriting the record books before this contract is up. Like, this man is going to come back down to earth. Defenses are going to, you know, people are going to start to figure him out, know what he does, and those cute little left-handed plays and shovel passes and, you know, oh, those. he's looking at, look at me, he's parallel to the ground and he's throwing the ball. Like, yeah, that shit's all fun and well uh, until it's not. And then you start losing games. And, and now it's costing you games. And then it's costing you games, and then it starts to compound. And in the NFL, things compound very quickly. This It's funny because Patrick Mahomes, and maybe this is only specific to himself because he is one of the only guys that I see that actually completes left-handed passes on, like, Carson Wentz, Kof, Kof, who completes him for fucking pick sixes. But anyway. <laughs> he does do that. Him And him doing that. And throwing those little cute passes and all this crazy-ass shit that he does. And I get it. It's awesome when it works. But it's like tenfold the other direction when it fucks up. Exactly. You look twice as much like a fucking retard when you can't get it done when you're doing that dumb shit as how cool you look when you do get it done. Right. Like In the, my opinion. I, that I agree. makes sense. And again, we like I said before, we've seen this movie before. It's called Brett Favre. Okay? Like we, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We know how this movie goes. Guy's got a fucking hand cannon, can make every fucking throw. Nothing the dude can't do with a football. But when you have that mentality, at times, you are still going to, you're, you're going to fuck up. And we're seeing it. Now, I know the Chiefs are back on top in the AFC West. I know they've won a couple of straight. But they haven't, even in their wins, they've looked rickety. Like, they look like a house of cards that is a stiff breeze away from just collapsing yet again. And you know, they survived the scare on, on, on Sunday with, with uh, Tyron Matthew being, you know, being able to play. Yep. Reed Sorensen's terrible. You know, he's getting beat left and right. Like, there's just, there's dis, they're discombobulated, if you will. Uh, and they are just, they're, the, the Chiefs right now, I think, are the biggest paper tiger in the AFC. Yeah. Because they've got okay. the most they've they're loaded with talent with Hill and Kelsey and Mahomes and Matthew, and they've got good players. Yeah. 
But I think at the end of the they day... They don't when, scare anymore. But no, it's not... They don't scare you anymore. I mean, look, can they put up points in bunches? Sure, ask the Raiders. But are they are they a team to be feared like they were in the last couple of years? Because you're like, fuck, how are we... we got to score at least 30 to, to win this game. And we've got to play basically mistake-free football. And if you don't do both of those things, you're screwed. Right. Or you could even be up 24-0 like the Texans were, and you still get throttled. Right. If the Colts had to go into into Arrowhead for the playoffs this year, I would not be as scared this year as I was, and rightfully so. Two years ago? Two years ago? Three years ago? Mm-hmm. Two? Two, 2019. 2019. I was scared going in there. I knew it. And we got our asses fucking dicked. You know what I mean? That, that was just... Snowy-ass afternoon in Kansas City. Shitty. Yep, and, that, and that's the way it was. This year, I would be confident going in. I would be confident going into Arrowhead. Well, with the, the Colts' defense, and I think that's an underrated, that's the understated part but of the I'm Colts' talking, resurgence. I'm talking more from a standpoint from any playoff caliber team at this point. Yeah. I'm talking from anybody who's going to make the playoffs. Titans, going, Patriots, if, if Colts. If you have to go into Arrowhead. Chargers. Bro, just put your game plan together and don't worry about it. It's not like it, what it used to be. No, and that's the thing. The, the mystique is, is kind of disappeared from Kansas City, from Arrowhead a little bit. Like, Holmes is mortal. They Right. Everybody knows. Like, it's, you know, if he bleeds, we can kill it. That's it. And he bleeds. And we've seen him bleed. Not to say that he wasn't, you know, but the only the only thing stopping Mahomes, you know, early in his career was Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. Right. Now, you know, Brady's gone and Belichick had to, had to have a year to rebuild. and Switched up. They were able to get back, you know, they were able to go back-to-back Super Bowls, you know, and go one and one. But they're not a team that I look at. I mean, don't get me wrong. They can get hot and start playing well. But right now, as of Thanksgiving 2021, yeah, I'm not picking the Kansas City Chiefs to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. No way. They'd probably be my fourth or fifth option Yeah. This oh, yeah. For the Super Bowl for the AFC, yeah, they wouldn't be. I'd up. put the Titans above them, the Patriots above them. I'd put the Bills. The Bills. Even though they're fumbling right now, but I would but, still. Yeah, but they're still there. I mean. It takes a week to get it together. You could even make the argument that Joe Burrow and the Bengals are better. Shit. Are better equipped. Shit, dog. Yeah. Shit, dog. Are better, Joe Burrow. More equipped yeah. to, to win that, to, to get to the AFC, uh, get to the Super Bowl from the AFC. So, yeah. it's one of those things where the, the Chiefs are kind of like, man, ah, they're ho-hum. They're there. Yep. They do okay. You know, but they're not... Uh, they're not the new dynasty. I'm not sitting here looking at the Chiefs and being like, oh, wow. Right. Fuck, that's a good team. And I'm pissed because the fucking Broncos got flexed. The Broncos game in Arrowhead uh, two weeks, not this Sunday, uh, two weeks from now, got flexed to the 8 o'clock game, the Sunday night game. Th- that's a good thing, isn't it? No. Why? Because I don't want to go on national television and get fucking embarrassed by the Chiefs for the 12th straight fucking time. Who the hell... How do you know that's going to happen? I don't even fucking say Teddy Two Gloves because I is know. Is Drew Locke starting? No. Okay, then. Yeah, We're well, getting guess embarrassed. what? You guys still fucking throttled one of the best teams, one of the better teams in the NFC in the Cowboys. You know what I mean? Like, you've had good games. The Cowboys played their worst. The, cast, the Cowboys played their worst game of the year, and we played the best game we've played in maybe two years. Okay. That's all you got to do. It was an anomaly. That's all you got to do again. Yeah, I know. I get it. But, no, we're going to go out and on the national stage we're going to get dicked down by the Chiefs. We're going to lose our 12th straight. We haven't beat the Chiefs really? since week two of 2015. Jesus Christ. That was the Bradley Roby scoop and score. Remember when Jamal Charles fumbled it? I'd have to see it, but yeah, probably. It was week two, 2015. Gary Kubiak's first year as the head coach. They went into Kansas City Thursday night, and I was on my honeymoon. I was actually, uh, I was Oh, in, that's probably what I remember. I was probably watching it. But I was I in Italy, I think, at that point, watching that game, leaving uh, Italy. 
And it was like fucking five o'clock in the morning, and I'm watching the game, and I'm jumping up and down on the bed screaming. And <laughs> my wife wakes up. She's like, "What the fuck?" And I'm like, "Don't worry about it, bitch. We won. <laughs> Go to bed. Go to bed, bitch." Yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, but but that was the last time we beat the Chiefs. The last time we even came close to beating the Kansas City Chiefs, Case Keenum overthrew a wide open Demarius Thomas, who would have walked in for the game winning touchdown. Right. And he missed him. Missed him. I mean, wide open fucking missed him. That's all right. And it was just, it's gut-wrenching. So we're going to go on national television on Sunday Night Football, and we're going to get embarrassed. Now, the good thing is, and for my Broncos fans who are listening, my fellow Bronco fans, they locked up two wide receivers this week. Mm, for four years, right? For four years apiece. Tim Patrick and Cortland Sutton Son. signed four-year extensions. We won't go into the details. Both of them got paid, though. But, 60 mil for Sutton, I think. Uh, Sutton's 30, 60 mil, 34 guaranteed. Tim Patrick somewhere in the same neighborhood, a little bit less. Not going into it. Tim Patrick, for those who don't know, Tim Patrick is basically Chase Claypool. Okay? Mm. So just for a reference, he's basically, the, they're roughly the same. Uh, tight ends, uh, they're basically tight end bodies with wide receiver speed. Sure. Hold on. Handle it solo, bro. I'm going downstairs. Got that? Got that. Word. Uh, check, that. check that. So, uh, hold on. Let me, just uh, me and alone in my thoughts here. Uh, so, Tim Patrick, Colton Sutton get locked up four-year extensions, which is huge for the Broncos for a couple of reasons. One, you secure the young talent at receiver that we so desperately needed to secure. Two, what this tells me going forward is that George Patton and the Broncos are all in – on making a major splash at quarterback come this offseason. Now, obviously, Aaron Rodgers has been tied to the Broncos since last offseason. Russell Wilson is apparently unhappy in Seattle. Pete Carroll is unhappy in Seattle. There seems like a divorce on the horizon from those, for those two. Now, can Seattle do the unthinkable and let Russell Wilson walk out the door or, or trade him away? Who knows? It depends on who the head coach they hire is. If Pete Carroll walks away, I, I would say that nothing is off the table here. If Pete Carroll leaves and says, fuck it, I'm done. I'm, you know, I'm old. I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm done with this head coaching shit. I could absolutely see Russ being like, you know what? Let me out of here. I, I don't want to be here for a rebuild. I want to go and continue, go somewhere where I can actually make, uh, make, you know, make an impact. Could that be Denver? It very well could. Right now, if you're a Denver Broncos fan, congratulations, because you now are in the driver's seat to land whatever quarterback you deem worthy of landing that becomes available this offseason. Because you not only have the cap space, because the contract extensions for Sutton and Patrick uh, are are very team-friendly contracts, but they also lock up the talent that gives the allure. So if an Aaron Rodgers wanted to come to Dar to, to Denver, he would be looking at that and saying, hmm, I've got Cortland Sutton, Tim Patrick, K.J. Hamler, and Jerry Judy, along with Noah Fant and, and, and Javante Williams. And you know what? That offensive line is pretty fucking good, too. And you know what? That defense, while it's young and a little bit raw, they've got some players. The other part of that is the Broncos are going to have $80-plus million in cap space to spend this offseason. So they're going to be able to go out and spend a boatload of money to bolster the defense get any skill position players that they see fit, and pay a quarterback. So they're going to have a shit ton of money, and the, the best thing the Broncos have done is they've drafted good young talent. Thank you, Mr. Elway, for that. Everybody loves a ride Elway. 
try and tell me he's a shit-ass GM or he's, he's, he's a crap GM. Fuck out of my face with that shit. Honestly. I'm not hearing that anymore. I, I, never, I never was hearing it to begin with. I'm doubling down. I'm definitely not hearing it now. There is absolutely no way you would convince me that John L.A. is a bad general manager. He hired and, and allowed George Patton to take over that role as he stepped back into a more executive role. Ownership should be settled this offseason as well. Things are looking up for the Denver Broncos coming up this offseason. I'm telling you right now, if you're a Broncos fan, the, the regular season right now, I know we're sitting at 5-5, five and five, but come on, man. Like We were 3-0 and oh at one point. This is... Two and five since. This is not a. This is not a good team. This is not a great team. Teddy Bridgewater is historically bad on third downs. Historically bad. Out of I believe it was like three hundred and two. I think it was three hundred and two quarterbacks since like nineteen. I think it was like ninety six or something like that or something. I forget what the exact number was, but Teddy Bridgewater ranks at like two hundred and seventy six. Two hundred seventy sixth in yards per completion on third down. Meaning, of the 300-something quarterbacks that have thrown passes on third down, and, and, and not to preface this, Teddy Bridgewater's completion percentage on third down is like fifth. He He's completed more third down passes than damn near anybody in the history of the league. But his average completion comes up 1.3 yards short of the sticks. On third down. Check that down, is Teddy. Historically bad. I mean, I'm talking like one of the like we're we're talking twenty plus years here of, of data. And Teddy Bridgewater ranks in the bottom ten of this stat. So keep that in mind. If you're a Broncos fan, we've got a lot to look forward to. It's unfortunately not until February. When Aaron Rodgers comes to town. After the Super Bowl. Because <laughs> yep. we will not be in the playoffs. We will not be in the Super Bowl. And the other, the other key part of this too is they've got to get a coaching staff that knows what the fuck they're doing. So I would be also, I'd be, I'd be totally on board with giving Kellen Moore the reins to the Broncos. You bring in Aaron Rodgers, you get Kellen Moore as the head coach. Shit, dog. Let him select the staff. Let Aaron Rodgers have some input. Let's build a fucking winner, baby. We got the talent. Imagine Aaron Rodgers throwing a Sutton, Judy, Hamler, and Tim Patrick next year. That'd be pretty dope. You might top 55 touchdowns, especially in 17 games. Get rid of Gordon, put somebody in the backfield. I don't know. Well, Javante Williams is going to be a stud. Yeah. Is a stud. Come up, yeah. Javante Williams and Jonathan Taylor are going to be the two best running backs in the league before long. You watch. Mark my words. Oh, Jonathan Taylor already is. 992-8702. Uh, let's switch gears here just to touch, Paul. And uh, let's let's dive into a little bit of the NBA because – Oh. Uh, some funny shit going on there this LeBron week. pulled a pretty bitch move the other night. Dude. And there's really nothing that gets people's juices flowing more than talking shit about LeBron James. Facts. But let's let's call this for what it is, okay? Everybody knows I'm a Lakers fan. Everybody knows I'm a LeBron fan. Everybody knows I I've always you know, I always dismiss that, you know, there's a lot of dumb shit that gets said about LeBron, like, oh, he'll never be Jordan, he'll never be Kobe. Like, just stop. He's already on that level. Okay, whether you want to like him or not, that that's irrelevant. Who he is is I like Ben Roethlisberger as a person more than I like LeBron as a person. <laughs> <laughs> but I like LeBron on the court. Listen, LeBron I on don't the court. Like LeBron off the court. LeBron on the court is one of the top three to ever do it. You okay? Of course. You've got Jordan, LeBron, and then you know take your pick at the number three. Do you want Magic, Bird, Kobe, 
you know, uh, who shat. I don't give a shit. Whoever, you know, whatever you want to put there. But no one has done what LeBron James has done in the NBA. Not since there was eight teams in the league. Okay. Like in this ultra competitive NBA, LeBron goes to the final. It's almost a guarantee you're going to the finals. The man's gone. Went, went to what ten straight, missed one because because yeah. of injury, and then went right back and, and won it. Yeah. So he went to eleven out of twelve finals, won a couple championships. Listen, he's gonna get his. He's gonna get his. Like it's gonna happen. And I know he's getting a little older and he's getting to the end of his career. But he's still LeBron fucking James. Like, he is the straw that stirs the drink, not just for the Lakers, for the NBA. Teams, players team up in certain locations knowing that they are going to have to get past LeBron. To beat him. They know the only way to get past LeBron is to join forces. They do it so they can, exactly. So that's all, that's all fine and well. But what LeBron did the other night. What was it that set him off? So bad. I missed I all I saw were the highlights, obviously. I don't watch the NBA. So I didn't anymore. I didn't see the game. I saw there was a foul called. They they went in for the the rebound on the foul and, and LeBron just threw an elbow. Because they were all still, they were standing there. I didn't see any action going on he, when I saw the highlights. The, 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 the free throw went up. Everybody kind of stepped into the paint. And as he did, LeBron kind of did one of these and flicked his elbow and caught uh, caught the, uh, what was his name? I can't remember his name now. Me neither. I don't even know. Like Isaiah I said, something. I just, like I said, I do not watch the NBA anymore. I don't. I'm not going to pretend like I'm a fan. I like it when the Celtics win. That's cool because I'm a Celtics fan. But, or, I, that, I, I know I'm not even a fan. I just like that team. But I saw the flick. Isaiah I, Stewart. That's so, it Yeah, I saw the action. And, and and AD came came to LeBron's defense and tried saying he's not a dirty player, blah, blah, blah. Historically, LeBron has not been a dirty player. I don't believe so either. He, he's never been. This is his first time in, how long, in his entire career being suspended ever. You know what I mean? Okay, people want to come up, bring up MJ. He's never been suspended, blah, blah, blah. But the fact that you watch LeBron, you watch the clip, and you can see it, and you're like, yeah, there's no way that was a fucking accident, dude. You know what I mean? Like, there's there just, no, just no way. It was look, it was a dirty play, and just because you you're not historically a dirty player, doesn't remove you from making a dirty play at some point. Right, emotions take over. It happens to everybody, and that's fine. But own it. And the NBA coming out and suspending LeBron for one game and Isaiah Stewart for what two. They gave the guy who started it less. So LeBron starts it. The guy's bleeding. He's cut under his eye. Goes at LeBron. That's two games. And they give him two games. <laughs> and they give the guy who elbowed the dude in the face one. Now, you could argue that, oh, well, maybe the, maybe they said that uh, LeBron didn't have the, the intent and yes, uh, LeBron is actually less dirty than Brady for going in cleats up. Brady goes in cleats up on those slides all the time and never Nobody gets called says for it. A damn thing. Nobody gets called for it, except for the one time where you got fined ten grand for it for doing it to Ed Reed in the AFC Championship game. But whatever. Yeah. Like they say though, the reta- the retaliator always gets it worse. Right. Exactly. And that's exactly and what I, happened. I, here. I get that. That's that's bottom but line. Gilbert Arenas summed it up perfectly when he basically told Isaiah Stewart, "Like, bruh, pack your bags." 
they're trading your ass to Siberia. Like, you're done. You cannot go at the king, the golden boy, the poster child of the NBA, and expect to come out of this clean. And Gilbert Rios obviously said this tongue-in-cheek. He was on Isaiah Stewart's side. Like, he's like, yo, you went at LeBron? He's like, everybody knows you don't touch LeBron. No, you can't. It's pathetic. The NBA will defend him tooth and nail. Like, LeBron defends genocide in China, for Christ's sakes, on behalf of the NBA. Of course the NBA is going to suspend little-known Isaiah Stewart and and basically be like, you know, bro, you're done in our league forever for going at him. And, you know, the only – I did love Gilbert Arena saying, like, the only thing you – you know, he's like, it's like them boys, them, the, them brothers out in uh, in Golden State. He's like, you even puff your chest out at them, you're getting fucking <laughs> yeah, teed up. Yeah. Like, he's like, that's it. But that's how it is. The NBA protects its players now. Like, they protect these big players. Enos Cantor, I swear to God, I'm getting an Enos Cantor jersey just because the way he punked off LeBron – and has been calling LeBron out on his support of China and, and, and all this other stuff. You know, LeBron wants to be an activist, and he's all he's all about it. But as soon as China's like, LeBron's like, oh, yes, sir. Right. You know, bends the knee to China. But LeBron pulled off a bitch move. And as a LeBron fan and a LeBron supporter, basically his whole career, his entire career, for me, as, as me, for the most part, I do I had one remember year, I had you one, didn't I, well, like I had, him back in the day. I had one year where I Jabron rooted against Lames. him. Jabron Lames. I had one year where I didn't root for him his first year in Miami because I was so turned off by the decision right. and the way that they did it. And I just wanted them to lose that finals to Dallas because I didn't want – because I was so pissed off that – because there was people that were there that were like, they're going to win six straight championships, five straight championships. I'm like – no, I'm like, they got to earn it. Like, they haven't earned anything yet. Like, they haven't done it. Like, you know, you've got to, like, like the Pistons had to get through the had to get through the Celtics and the Bulls had to get through the Pistons. Right. You know, and... and You're going to have your matchups, dude. It's not just a guaranteed yeah, thing. Yeah, I mean, and didn't, it was like, just... Chris Boss go into, like, fucking depression after because, like, they didn't win as many as they thought? They already, like, well, no, Chris, no he had, like, a... He had a weird disease, like a blood disease or something oh, really? like that. Oh. Yeah, it was really strange. It was, it was very sad, actually. Um, but no, but I just, I didn't want them to win that one year. 2012, I was all, I was, I was totally on board. It's team LeBron all day. Not two. But I just needed them to lose that first one because I needed them to be like, because I needed the reality check, the LeBron nut huggers. And as, listen, I was a LeBron fan. I rooted for LeBron. But I was just so sick and tired of the LeBron nut huggers being like, oh my God. They're the greatest, the greatest team ever assembled. And I'm like, come on, like, fuck off with this shit. Like, right. and they just got so annoying. I'm like, you Ray know Allen what? Ray Allen won it for you. Fuck, like, no, well, that I was know. two years later, three yeah, years know, later. I but know. I was like, you know what? No, fuck you. I want you to lose now. Yeah. And they did. And I was like, okay. They lost. They got humbled. And then they came back in 2012. They did the Harlem Shake video, and I was all back on board. That's yeah. exactly how it went. But as a LeBron fan and a LeBron supporter... I've got to tell you, dude, like, he makes it harder and harder every single year to continue to be, to put, like, you know, to wear his jersey and, and support him and be a LeBron fan. Obviously, I'm a Lakers fan first. Right. And, you know, LeBron well, is LeBron's just. LeBron's a star on the LeBron's Lakers. LeBron's I mean, just the next great player to come through the Lakers ranks. Like, right. In my opinion, he's still the fourth best Laker of all time. You still got Kareem, Magic, and Kobe all above him in terms of Lakers, you yeah. know, Laker greatness. But. Shaq. I, 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 all right. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. Shaq. I mean, you know, there's. As far as Laker greatness, Shaq. Jerry West. I mean, there's. They, listen, 
LeBron's a better player than all of them, but as far as Laker greatness goes, yeah, maybe he's a little further out of the, maybe he might not even be top five. I'd actually have to sit down and like really hammer out a list on he's that. He's really gonna have to do a lot for the Lakers in the next couple but years. But yeah, like in order right, listen, to even get up there, I guess. You're in your third season now, we've got one title. A bubble title. Still a title. I fucking know. I know. Still a fucking title. Because if the Celtics had won the fucking title, everybody would be like, oh, green I would still say it's a bubble title. I would have said, what a fucking waste. I honestly no, would have said, waste, I would have said, what a waste. Everybody played in the same conditions. That, but it's not, it's not traveling east to west, seven games with fans. It's not the same. It's just, it's You're not. right. It wasn't the same. It presented its, its like, own set of difficulties. It's like. Because you couldn't even go out to the strip club and blow off some steam after a game two loss. I know. I was about to have a really bad analogy, I think. I was about to say it's like Tiger Woods and Phil Mickelson and like. Brooks and Bryson all playing fucking uh, indoor golf. Like mini golf. Yeah, no, like indoor golf, like virtual golf. Oh, it's vir- like yeah. All, yeah, it's like all of them playing virtual golf. You know what I mean? It's like, like it's not, not really. really. But no. no, but the court's still the same height. The hoop's still 10 feet. I know. You know, I mean, I everything's know. still there, and it's still the NBA. Like, yeah, you're right. The home court advantage wasn't there. You didn't have the, the traveling, fans, the traveling, the, the and all shit, that. the stuff that plays into it. There was less, dis- there was, uh, arguably, there was less distractions, but then you had, uh, what's his name, getting kicked out of the bubble because he went to the strip club to get chicken wings. Uh, oh, and, and that whole story, yeah, yeah, which Who was fucking was awesome. That? I forget, but yeah. <laughs> but nonetheless, you know, LeBron's third season in, and they've only got they've got one title. They get Anthony Davis. Okay, now you've you're now you're expected to get multiple titles. When they landed AD, it was like, okay, we're gonna win this year. Long-term they did, guy. which they did, and then you're like, okay, but now we're gonna need like two out of three. I'm sorry, this is the fourth season because the first year he was hurt. Second year, they won the title. Last year, they got eliminated by the Suns. And now here. So this is year number four. four. So. Working on four. They've got to get something going here with with Anthony Davis, and they've got to get this team to a spot where they need to win, uh, where they can win. Because if they don't capitalize on this opportunity, uh, I, I you know, it's, again, it, it's not that, Le- it doesn't, for me, it doesn't take away from the greatness that LeBron has shown me since I was a senior in high school when right. I started watching him. Right. Or, I'm sorry, a freshman in college when I started watching him. Yeah, I was a junior. This guy is amazing on the basketball court. There's, I've never seen anything like him, okay? But the success is how he gets measured, whether it's fair or not. People don't care if he went to 10 straight finals or 10 straight Eastern Conference finals, whatever the fucking stat was. No, he went to the finals 10 straight years. Uh. No one cares. They're like, well, how many championships did he win? Oh, he got there 10 times, only won four? Oh. I saw oh. It's like that. It's like, yeah, but he fucking got there. Every fucking year, like, it was a guarantee. You were a guarantee to get there. This isn't 1983 where there's, you know, or, or 1973 where there's eight fucking teams and Bill Russell's like, Mrap. Right, yeah, 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 I know. We're going to win Did you see the video of the kid, though, who compared it to, like, all right, if you go home with a chick 10 times and you only smash four, but if you go home with a chick six times and you smash six, who's better? And it was like the Jordan LeBron thing. And I was like, ah, oh, shit. I mean, you know what I mean, fair analogy. Yeah, I thought it was good. It's 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 a fair <laughs> analogy, but not but not really, because you know, if you get her home, that's the win. Like you've already won. Yeah, but you gotta close out, dog. But there's but, you gotta right, close but, out. Though. But at that point, it's not up to you. There's nobody playing like getting her from the bar to your house. 
That's the win because you all because you got all the other dudes. Maybe that, she just wanted to get to know you because <laughs> you know because she's got she's got her she's got her friends she's got her friends playing fucking defense for her and shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? No, I know, but it was just a funny analogy I thought of. I was like, ah, oh, damn, that's a pretty damn good one. I'm like, that's cool. It, well, it's pretty funny actually. It's yeah, not about hundred for a hundred or yeah, you know, forty percent. Doesn't matter. Still had sex. Forty <laughs> percent of the time. Doesn't matter. Had sex. <laughs> yeah. But no, but what LeBron did the other night was a total bitch move. And, and going back to the fact, like, it's just getting harder to defend him. And then when he comes out on Twitter and, you know, he puts the bullseye on that, that cop's back that shot that girl that was going to stab the other girl. And, oh, yeah, and his, his yeah. political rhetoric and everything else and, and his, his ducking of the China and the Uyghur Muslims and the genocide that's taking place over there, the Enos Cantor beef, like... It's honestly getting harder and harder as a LeBron fan to defend him right. publicly. Like you just kind of have to be like, right. like Even there the are times. There stuff, are times. Came out yeah, recently. I mean the Rittenhouse verdict, like, which come on, dude. you know he's like, oh, this is a shame. Like, bro, this is justice. This is the justice system working exactly right. how we drew it up. A jury of twelve of his peers, based on the evidence that was presented to them, determined that he was not guilty. What like what makes you think that you somehow have something above them? Like and, and don't even get me started on the fucking Rittenhouse shit and all these Sorry. fucking <laughs> yeah. morons. I know. I know. These people out here that are just completely uneducated and completely white supremacists, completely uh, clueless. People. Uh, yeah, they're like they went to a Black Lives Matter or you know rally and shot three black people. Like nope. Nope, he didn't. Actually, not a single... There was actually not one black person involved with this entire case. Nope. Actually, there was. The only black guy involved was the guy that... Uh, the jump kick guy that kicked him in the back of the head while he was sitting on the ground. Right. It's the only black guy that we saw in this whole fucking thing, which he's the jump kick guy now. We don't know, but... That's it. But neither here nor there. But, you know, the, the amount of misinformation that is, is gone, and I think I made a couple posts about this this week. You know, judging by... And just to get off on a quick little aside here... Judging by the amount of the, the reactions that I saw to the Rittenhouse verdict, it just, it really showed me that a lot of people that we know personally, people that I consider friends, people that I am friends with, acquaintances and otherwise, and everything in between, family members, so on and so forth, y'all need to really reevaluate where you get your news from and where you get your information from. Because the amount of times that I saw people posting about the Rittenhouse trial, and I'm like, that is, that's, that's blatantly false. Yeah. Like, did you watch the trial? Like, you just go watch the testimonies and watch the actual trial. It's all right there. It was pretty fucking slammed down. It was about I mean, as open and shut as you can get. But people need to get, they need to start reevaluating where they get their information from and how they process it. Because I know I talked to a couple of pretty smart people that I know that I know are pretty smart people. You know, they're, no, they're not dummies. They, they know what they're talking about, and they know what they're doing. And yet they still were simping out for the, for the defendants. I mean, listen, if you're going to call a guy who was at a BLM protest a hero for dying, that's all fine and well. Just make sure he didn't anally penetrate five kids under, you know, 12 years old yeah. before you call him a hero. Nine Just throwing 11. that out there. Nine and I'm not saying old. he deserved to die because of his crimes. Yes, I mean, he did. He did. Yes, he did. He did. Flat up, he did. Yes, I mean, did. honestly, let's let's be let's real. Just put it right. Yep. The, the world is a better place now that that guy is not here. Thank God. Yep. And that's not to say whatever, like, what Rittenhouse did was right or, or wrong. The jury determined he didn't do anything wrong. He acted in self-defense. They're like, oh, well, he crossed state lines with an illegal gun. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. 
Uh, actually, no, he did not. That he he did go from Illinois to Kenosha, where he lived, you know, 15 minutes, where he worked. He was a lifeguard. He did all this other stuff. His, he had his grandparents, aunts, uncles, so on and so forth, who actually asked him to come and help defend their car lot as they saw one uh, another one up the street get burned the night before. Right. Uh, so he was asked to be there. He was given the gun in Wisconsin, which was legal for him to possess at that point. Mm-hmm. A 17-year-old can possess an AR-15. And then he shot a guy who pointed a gun at his face. Right. Who then went on the stand and said, yes, I pointed the gun at his face, and then he shot me. Yeah. He took my bicep clean off the bone, baby. I mean, <laughs> do you ever just go to the gym and do bicep curls to flex on Gabe Gage Grosskrauts? <laughs> I thought it was awesome how funny it was when everybody who came out and they were just like, Shit, they're basically telling, like, no, no, you're not supposed to say that. You know what I mean? The defense, I mean, the, the prosecutor's the, the probably product, like, you're not supposed D, to the, say that. The DA was just like, oh, my God. Yep. Like, and, and it almost felt like the DA was, like, trying to, like, throw, like, get a mistrial because he just, he wanted it to go, like, be the, the judge to call it a mistrial so that way he could be, like, kind of let off the hook. It like, doesn't go against his. Well, I didn't lose. Yeah, the judge was yeah. just, you know. It doesn't go against his percentage. You know, and I love I love all the people, too. They're like, well, the judge, you know, he had that. Ah, uh, proud to be an American. Like on his as his ringtone that went off, and they're like, "Well, this Trumpy judge and this and that." He's it's like a Democrat. Actually, no, he's run for state senate in Washington as a Democrat several times. Yeah, he's a fucking Democrat. Yeah, he's just not a dumbass. Like, well, no, I, I, not even that. He's a judge, and right. he's not letting political affiliation determine how he judge. He presides over his case. Like, why is that such a difficult concept for people? I don't know. But here we are. It's a difficult concept for people to grasp. They can't understand that the facts are the facts. You know, and these are all the same people that sit here and say, trust the science, trust the science, trust the science when it comes to vaccines and all this other shit. And then as soon as you bring up the science, I'm like, well, not that science. Well, not that science either. I don't like that science. No, no, no. Disregard that one. You know, but then, then you bring up the facts in this case, and they're like, he was a white supremacist. And you're like, no, actually the facts say he was a Play the race card. He was a white supremacist, and I will not hear another word about it. It's like, why was he a white supremacist? He was a 17-year-old white child with an AR-15. He was a mass shooter. Yeah. Like, like what? Like, where do you, like, what do you, what conclusions are you drawing from here? Like, I don't even understand it, but neither here nor there. This Again, we'll, we'll leave the Rittenhouse shit for another yeah, it, show. No, I know. that. Kind of, it kind of sucks. But I just want to point out one thing was that people were pissed off that they were saying basically these guys who got killed were heroes because they were out supporting Black Lives Matter. Well, that was Ayanna Presley, our congresswoman, right. our wonderful congresswoman mind, in Massachusetts, which if you still support Ayanna Presley, I really, 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 got no really time for you. have no, yeah, I have really nothing to say to you. Um, that was Ayanna Presley saying that, uh, you know, he, these these men were heroes uh, because they were out affirming the lot the, the 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 you know the the value of black lives and this kid was out there just to snuff these people out indis- indiscriminately shooting I'm like bro did you watch the, the the footage right there was like you know and thank God thank God that there were cameras and that these rallies and these these I'm sorry riots riots were so thoroughly documented by people that were there and there was so much video footage of everything because if there was no video footage of this, this kid would have been railroaded and spent the, ne- the rest of his life in prison. Yep. This kid would have gotten railroaded. Like we've never seen. But because there was video footage, mm-hmm. this kid was able to be exonerated on all counts because the media and the Iona presses, the politicians, the president of the United States, for fucking Christ's sakes, right. 
had it out for this kid and wanted this kid to rot in jail because it helped the narrative. That's all it was. When this kid showed incredible restraint, incredible courage. Squeaky clean record. Great. I mean, the kid's a fucking American hero. Great kid. I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I might name my bar after him. I don't know. Like, you know. <laughs> Come to the written house. Come yeah. to the written house where you get your chaser first, followed by three shots. Like yeah. I don't know, but like you know, well, it, it, the kid was. I mean, the kid's gonna be a. He's gonna be a multimillionaire based off the lawsuits he's gonna get from the. Sl- the you know the uh, just like Nicholas Sandman did. Yep. But this kid went in. I mean, um, let's let's just call some attention real quick. When we'll we'll wrap up the written house thing uh, with this, but the fact that this kid hit and only hit. Everything that he was aiming for, with the exception of the jump kick guy, who he shot at and missed because, and then he fl- he f- he fled. But he he was being chased by that little fucking white rapist dude, yep. who was saying, you know, shoot me, n word, shoot me, you know. Which okay, yeah, you really seem like you're out there affirming the lives of black black individuals in this country, like right. you racist bitch, right? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Child molester, and, piece of shit. And, and yes, Andy's a child molester who was just out of jail, fresh out of a eight, yeah. an eight or ten year sentence yep. uh, for yep. anally penetrating kids under the age of twelve. Don't forget that. Not didn't have anything to do with the case, but it was a detail worth noting. Shoots that kid because you know he they clubbed him, they hit him with a skateboard, he ran, threw shit at him, he ran away. They continued to chase him. He shot him. Then administered uh, first aid to the kid after he shot him. Right. Which, good for him. I wouldn't have, but whatever. Then gets, you know, knocked down in the middle of the street, gets a skateboard to the back of the head, shoots that guy. Then Gabe Grosskrauts comes out, pulls a gun on him, sticks it in his face, and he blows his bicep off. I just can't believe he was able to handle a rifle in close quarters like that. It was very impressive. With you know, with being as uh, as judicial with his marksmanship as he was, and, and so the <laughs> next time somebody asks you, like, "Oh, what do you need an AR-15 for?" They're not even good for self-defense. That that's I what will I just show you the written house video. For. There you go. And you know what? I'm glad he had high capacity magazines and the ability to defend himself because there was hundreds of people out there that would have taken a shot at him, including those four guys, five. Yep. Well, the two that he killed, the one that he shot, and then the third one that he shot at but got away. Got away. Uh, you know, this is one of those things, one of those situations where this kid deserves a goddamn medal of honor. Yeah, and a 75-round I mean, drum. And I feel terrible for the kid. I mean, he's 17 years old, 18 years old. This kid's never going to lead a normal life. Nope. Not not like, not in the sense that... I think he to change his name and shit like that. I he saw, was advised which, to, to do change, that. Yeah, by his uh, lawyer. Because he's, because he's like, listen, man, like, you're 18 years old. You go to a college, you go to college, he wanted to go to Arizona State. Like, you go to a college campus. Not anymore. A liberal college campus. Forget it, dude. Fuck. You're you're done. Like you're you're never gonna you're you're gonna be a target. You're gonna be harassed. You're gonna be like people are going to come after you. Every little special group is gonna pick like choose you because you're an easy target. Everybody knows yeah. who you are. Just go <coughs> get a job in marketing for my pillow. Yeah, right. I mean, <laughs> seriously, but yeah. you know he's I mean, he's gonna be. The thing is, is the kid's gonna be so fucking loaded. He's not gonna have to go to college. Right. It's not gonna matter. Yeah, he's gonna own CNN and. Yep, and he's gonna be able. To, you know. I'm already, I'm already, uh, I'm already, I already got my eyes peeled for any Rittenhouse themed lowers for my AR-10 that I'm gonna build. So. Oh, dope! I know, right? Yeah, spikes, tactical, all them guys. You know, build some shit. Build. I mean, you know F1. it's one. You know it's coming. Oh yeah. You for know sure. it's coming. Oh yeah. And even still, I might just send it to our buddy Brett and just get it seracoded. You know, with something custom on it. That'd be dope. Be like, yeah, the Rittenhouse. Yeah. The Rittenhouse. <laughs> it's like, I, I, I feel like we need to turn that into like. 
like in the adjective. I'm sure, there's I'm gonna plenty of fun ass. play on words on. Yeah, oh, we, yeah, we can fuck with that big time. Yeah, like this. I, my favorite meme so far of it though was the uh, the one where it's like, uh, it's like this isn't your average Kyle who drinks Monster and punches holes he in walls. He drinks Red Bull and gives you wings. He drinks Red Bull <laughs> and gives you wings. Yeah, <laughs> that was a good one. Oh, uh, seven seven four nine nine two eight seven zero two. We're gonna wrap this thing up here real quick. Uh, I did want to talk about this because we we missed it last week, um, but this was my fantasy team from two weeks ago, and I don't know that this has ever this has ever been done or is even possible. I don't think we put this up last week. But I don't think we got to it. Uh, but if you look at this roster right here, okay, and you can't see it, it's cut off, but I can assure you uh, that this is in fact uh, true. That uh, not a single person on my fantasy team scored a touchdown this week. Not any of my starters. And no one on my bench scored a touchdown. Not a single person. What? Yeah. I didn't show no you that. No touchdown passes? I had Carson Wentz, who threw for 180 yards. No touchdown passes. No touchdowns. Jesus Christ. Really? Uh, that was against Jacksonville. Emmanuel oh. Sanders. Uh, nope. Two for 27. I had nothing. Tim you Patrick, nothing. Me. DK, no. Daryl Henderson Jr. did not find the end zone. Eli that Mitchell, no. That deserves a no. fucking medal Zach of some Ertz, sort. no. Nelson Aguilar, <laughs> no. And it's not even the fact that it was just, it wasn't even the fact that my starters didn't score a touchdown. No one on my bench even scored a touchdown. That deserves some kind of marrow, like you. I mean, that's, that's like, that's insane. That's like, that's like hitting the perfect lineup in, in DraftKings. Can you make a parlay of sucking, on like betting? Can you bet like I'm going to suck so bad? I don't know. I would imagine so. Like, oh, be- hey, I'm on a 10-team parlay. I'm going to win all of them. No, well, I'm no a because parlay, all you'd have to do is just start a bunch of guys that. That's still hard to do, lose right, them but, all. Right, but if you're. No, but if you're picking games for the. Like, I'm going to pick you're all these guys to lose. You're picking games to win. No, no, no. But, right, but if you're picking the teams that are going to lose, you just pick the ones that are going to win. Like anybody who's. <laughs> like real betting. Like anybody who's, like, playing Bama. No, 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 no. But you know what you know what I'm saying though. Like if you had if you're like in a, like a, on like a pick'em league and you got ten games to pick, and you're like, all right, I'm gonna pick all the losers. All right, well, why wouldn't you just flip that around and pick all the winners? If you're so confident that all ten of these teams are gonna lose, why wouldn't you but just I'm pick saying, all the winners? Are you talking about like in a DFS thing? Like, I'm, no, no, you're missing my point. I'm not saying you're out to go. I'm gonna lose the whole thing. But I'm saying there should be a prize if you bet on teams and all of a sudden you lose the whole thing, like, on accident, because obviously that's not what you were trying to do. You get a prize for that. But why would we reward the losers? Why the fuck not? Because you know what? Yeah. It's fucking, ah, you get it's to, everybody gets a fucking trophy millennium, you get okay? To, you get you uh, 10 bucks for the ticket, you know? though. Here you go, Because loser. it's hard to do. It's hard to... It, that's, it's it another luck thing. Winning a 10-team parlay... All ten teams is probably. I mean, we've come close when we were in. Remember when we were in the, that 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 pick'em league, the dads, yeah, uh, dads work dude, league. How many I still times think though, that was a fucking scam, bro? How many times though did we come up? And we're like, we're like, bro, we're like, I'm over ten in the one o'clock games right now. If I lose four more games, I'm going over. Like that's gonna dude, be worth it something. Happened all the because there, because time. there was a reward for the worst record of the week, right? But it was also spread and shit like that. It was like, tougher, it, dude. I swear to God, I think that was a fucking scam. I don't believe nah, that. Nah, that wasn't a happened. scam. That was definitely on the up and up. That was definitely legit. I'd like to build a pool too. Seventy-five hundred people. Yeah, ten bucks a week. Yeah, let me get seventy-five hundred dollars every fucking week, and then just be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
this guy won. Well, they took. They definitely. I think. I think it was like in the paperwork. Like they. They're like, yeah, like we're gonna pay because they had to like actually like pay people right to correct the cards. Yeah, the same like Clinton Foundation level. It was like done by, but that that shit was done like paper and pencil. Right. So like you had to go through like you got seventy five hundred fucking. That's what I'm saying. Or 750 cards every week. Yeah. That's 700. You want to correct 750 cards right. by Tuesday. Or so Thursday. Right, just like, like, oh, hey, fucking Donnie fucking wins this week. All right, we all split the pot. It's like the fucking, it's like a big circle of like five Ah, now nah, somebody would have ratted at some point. Because somebody would have been like, I want to win this week. It's Christmas. And they would be like, no, you're not. It's not your week to win. They'd be like, fine, I'm going to the public with this then. Somebody would have snitched. Yeah, yeah, Come true. on. Yeah, people are fucking people are losers. Days, people yeah. are fucking losers. <laughs> All right, well, let's wrap it up there, Paul. That was a good show. What yeah. else did we did we miss I mean, anything? No, nah, I mean, there's so oh, much going on. One with thing the... we did. One thing we I didn't want to talk about. Odell Beckham's a cancer. Um... Odell Beckham's a cancer. Uh, Mike Sucks. Florio is a loser. Yep, douche. Uh, Arizona is Arizona the best team in the league right now? They're winning with Colt McCoy. I they did. I think that qualifies you as the best team in the league. Who would they beat? Because they don't have D Hop either. Who they beat? Uh, they beat. Hold on, let me tell you right now. Why um, is this escaping me? I just saw the goddamn fucking. I know, like, right? I just I, saw the fucking highlights literally before we fucking. Seattle. They beat Seattle, and okay. I took Seattle this week too. Yeah, okay. Seattle. Shame on yeah. fucking Seattle. Twenty three thirteen. How are you going to lose at home to Arizona? Is that, this is Russ's first week back. Second, because his first week Second. back is so against the not, Packers yeah, on the so road. Not an excuse, dude. No. Seattle, that's why it pains me that the Colts lost to Seattle because Seattle sucks and not as good as they, they well, think they are. You know what are. kills me is that I have Russ and DK on my fantasy team and they combined to get me like eight fucking points this oh week. Oh my God, I fucking hang it up. I'm just, well, I'm done in my league. I'm done. I'm just it's, honestly, it's a wrap. I'm just kind of pumped that, you know, I'm, I like Kyler Murray. I do, I like him because he was like, oh, you're fucking four foot nothing. You ain't going to be shit. And here he is, how fucking balling. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like that. I like that as like the story and whatever like that, but but with Colt McCoy coming out and winning, just jumping in, I mean, they're clearly very well rounded. I mean, they got one of the best league, uh, best records in the league. They, they've I got mean, the best. I think they are number one in the league right in now. In the NFC or in uh, total? In, in in total in the league, I'm fairly certain they're. They the, don't have nine wins. Yeah, no. I think they just got their ninth. Did they not? Was that nine? That'd be crazy. I mean, that good for them. Who the hell would have thought? You know what I mean? Who would have thought the Arizona Cardinals were going to come out and just yeah, they're start? nine and two right now. That's fucking impressive, dude. Yeah, they're they're the number one seed in the uh, in the NFC right now, uh, and in the in the entire league, eight and three is what the Titans are sitting at. So it's nine and two, eight and three as far as league mm-hmm. records go. Wow, Titans and Cardinals topping all teams, and you got the Packers at eight and three as well. That would but be this- a, that would be a fun. I mean, Titans Cardinals would be a fun Super Bowl. Wouldn't be mad about it. I'd just be like, well, I mean, you know what, though? Like, I don't, I don't want to, honestly, though, out of the NFC, if it's not going to be, it, listen, if it's not, if, if it's not going to be, the, if it's not going to be the Packers, which I don't think it's going to be, and it's not going to be the Rams who I picked. I don't think so either. I would, don't get me wrong, I still think the Rams are the most, uh, listen, I know the Cardinals get the best record, but I still think the Rams are the best team. They, they put just, a little too much cream in the chowder, and they fucking spoiled it. <laughs> you like that? Ah, that was dope, right? Like but it. seriously, I, But though. I would love to see Arizona back in the Super Bowl because I've always, like I said a couple weeks ago, I've been a huge, like, closet Arizona fan forever. Always loved the Cardinals for whatever reason. They were just always my underdog NFC team that I rooted for. Like, I always just liked, I just liked them. I just wanted them to be good. 
You know, they weren't yeah. trendy like the Lions or, you know, whatever. I'm just like, nah, I like the Cardinals, man. Like, they're just kind of. Cardinals are always a cool Jake team. Jake Plummer, though. David Boston, then Emmett Smith goes there to retire. Larry and I'm like, Fitz, cool. dude. But, right, that was like, you that know, was later. Larry, I was like, oh, three and on. But, right, like, but Larry Fitz is like. Yeah, Larry Fitz and Anquan Bolden dude, do when they got like, Kurt Warner. Oh, they fuck lit Anquan it up. Bolden. I don't give a but, shit. Uh, about if it him, couldn't, but if it can't be them, if it can't be, you know, either the uh, the Packers, I don't think it's going to be the Packers. If it can't be the, the Rams who I picked, I'd love to see the Cardinals or the Cowboys in the in the Super Bowl. I'd really love to see the Cowboys back in the Super Bowl just because the gen- because the, the buzz that's going to generate. Right. And if it was like, say it was like Cowboys Patriots. Classic. Like what? Throwback jerseys and all. The Bro. Whole, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I was tell- I think I was talking to Big dad. Sleeve shit. I, 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 mean? I was telling dad about it. I was like, yo, I was like, I was like, Patriots, Cowboys in the Super Bowl. I'm like, I don't know if I would want to watch the game with Dave or I want to be as far away from Dave as possible. Oh, I'd go watch the game with Dave. I know I'd be I the would. Biggest too. goddamn Dallas fan that day you've ever fucking seen. Bro, I'd have a Tyron Smith jersey on in a heartbeat. I'd be scaring all his wives and all the friends like I did the last time I went there for the Rams. Oh, game. dude, but I'm just like because Bumping I'm like I'm sitting there I'm thinking shit. I'm like all right I'm like if we're <laughs> if we're sitting there and like we're watching it, I'm like okay if they win it's gonna be awesome. But do you really want to be like in the reactor room at Chernobyl when it starts to melt down, or would you rather be in New yeah. York City? You want to stick your dick in the elephant's foot? Yeah, no, no, I kind of don't. But I'm like, but I would love to see the Cowboys get to the Super Bowl. I don't know why. Like, I'm like sneaky rooting for the Cowboys to get to the Super Bowl. I always have, dude, because like, obviously, Dave. I'm, I, I love the Cowboys because of Dave, but like, that's that's really it. It's my beard. That's, that's the only game. reason why. Yeah. I want the Cowboys because my boy Dave's a Cowboys fan, and I like to see them do well because I, of I think, him. I think, and I don't hate the Cowboys. I think a Dallas-Buffalo rematch, I think that's that's kind of where I'm leaning towards right now in terms of what I want to see. Because either way, whoever wins that. Yeah, you want Buffalo-Dallas in the Super Bowl? I would love Buffalo-Dallas in the Super Bowl. Just from, like, a nostalgia standpoint and from, like, you know, you've got the Buffalo. We could finally exact our revenge on the Cowboys angle and then you've got the cowboys we finally get back there and it's against an old you know familiar you know familiar face and it's like well 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 old friend look where we meet again familiar logo that was the last time i think (laughs) the last time both of them were in the oh no it was pittsburgh was the last time dallas was there but 96 right yeah 95 uh neil o'donnell and the steelers 95 96 was the uh packers patriots it took place in 96 but it It did yes but uh but i would i would love to see buffalo dallas i think that'd be a fun fucking game i think you know I'm trying to think of like fun teams that, that that could get there. Like Tennessee Rams would be fun. You know, I think it's Packers old, Packers old pa- Packers Patriots would be a shitload of fun. Patriots Bucks. <laughs> Patriots Bucks is very the- real scenario. The gods of football love to fuck us. Patriots and they have so in the last twenty years. Patriots Bucks is my nightmare scenario, and that will happen. That will happen under. That'd be like Belichick Celtics Brady. Clippers in the finals. Why the fuck would that be Celtics Clippers? Because I hate both of those teams. Oh, I thought they had some kind of like no. Oh, right. Just like the two teams that be rooting <laughs> right, against. Right, right. Bucks Patriots is only specific to us as right. far as the hatred level. Could right. you imagine all the Patriots fans? No, no, no. That wouldn't be just specific to us. I take that back. No, because you know what the problem with that is is that I would lose a lot of friends because every single person, like I said earlier in the year, uh, leading up to the Week Four matchup, if I see anybody with a split. Patriots Bucks split jersey <laughs> or 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 like the Patroneers t shirt. I'm, I'm gonna punch you. I'm 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 sorry, I just I can't associate with you. 
Even the 45-year-old Karens with yep. the stoma standing outside. Stop it. Stop waiting for their husbands to get the turkey. I'm fucking <laughs> knocking you the fuck out. <laughs> Any of you fine young gentlemen have a light to yeah. fire me up through my stoma? Yeah, no. I, it's like, no, bitch. Like that bitch we got into oh. a beef with at the Texans game. Oh, my God, dude. And her husband. <laughs> That's was, the woman and her, I. And her, husband, her husband's behind her, like, just like, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. Like, she's the ultimate Karen that I associate every Patriots oh, Karen fan. 45. So, so she's the fucking worst. She didn't have a stoma, but she fucking may as well. She was sitting there puffing a fuck. Well, she, I just envisioned it because the way that she talked. I'm like, yeah, you smoke heavily. Yeah. Your teeth. Thought, just like, She's like, I can't wait to get out of here to have a cigarette. I gotta rip it. Deep deep like ivory. <laughs> what the fuck? You know what I mean? like, this is anyway. fucking crazy. Yeah. All right. Well, let's wrap it up there, Paul. We'll get out of here. We uh, we appreciate y'all chiming in, tuning in. Yeah. Thanks for the calls. Yeah. It'll uh, it'll be uh, we'll be back fucking. next Tuesday night, eight thirty, right here on the one, the only, the New Bedford Guide. Uh, we will not be. We'll be off the following week, and then we'll be back on a regular schedule after that through the holidays and. Uh, We'll be clear, clean, clean and clear. Should we do an Island Boy show we, from Florida? We might, yeah, we might do a little live spot. You know, we might go live just for a minute. Um, we'll definitely go live from the Trump course. We'll, we'll definitely go crash do that. Hard Rock Stadium, and I'll go streaking, and we'll just film it. All right, we'll yeah, do that. Yeah, get arrested. No. For Joey Fats, this has been Row One, Seat One. Plizzy, thanks for your help. We will see no you all problem. next week. Happy Thanksgiving. Stay safe. Stay healthy, everybody. Peace out. Good night. <laughs>